Hi, this is Deepthi. Hi, this is uh, Kaushik. And uh, I am a cis woman who identifies as queer. I'm based out of Bangalore, and uh, I've worked and volunteered with the community, with the LGBT community in Chennai since 2011. yeah so and uh, i identify as uh, uh, a cis gay man and i have been associated with the lgbt community in bangalore uh, for the last 4 4 years 4 years yeah. to be exact and uh, yeah and we'd also like to make a disclaimer like in our previous podcast that uh, um, we both acknowledge our privilege and both in terms of uh, Uh, our upbringing and then our economic status our social status and we don't intend to speak on behalf of the entire community as well our podcast is mainly for our experiences sharing our experiences and some general information which you think would be useful to uh, everyone listening to us yeah so th- so this week uh, we wanted to talk about uh, queer support spaces that exist and mainly our personal experiences around it like how we found out how it helped us deal with whatever we're dealing with and how it helped us as 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 individuals in the community and in general yeah and i think that's interesting deeply because uh, you remember last week we kind of ended it at a point where we reached the stage where we had accepted ourselves and yeah. uh, this is kind of like a continuation like i mean in some ways yeah yeah Yeah. So, would you like to start, Deepthi? Because yeah, I think you so, have you've been out. Uh, I mean, out in the community earlier than me. So, I'm your yeah. senior in the community. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that's why I call you Akka. So, ah ha ha! You want to make me feel like I'm old? Okay, Kashik. Okay. <laughs> so you're okay being called senior, but you're not okay being called old. Like, I think it's the power equation. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. So, so yeah. So just to uh, kind of continue where we left off last week, um, I, I think, uh, like Lakshik was saying, I probably started looking for uh, people online back in 2010. So back then, it was only Orkut. Yahoo chat, and then I, I did mention about after Ellen, where I found like two, three, mm-hmm. seven people, and that's kind of when I was going through like a really bad breakup also with somebody I found online. So uh, okay, now if I look back, the situation was very, very toxic. But back then I was just like, ah, uh, my first. And I know, and the first time is always really difficult. And I know, and mm. I'm like. I found somebody online. One person. I couldn't do anything. My life is ruined. I was like, obviously, in that headspace. But then mm. I kind of pushed myself, and I'm like, no, I have to reach out, see if there is anybody else, make new friends. Basically, I would say back then, essentially, what I was looking for is a support system. So yes, yes, and. This was back in 2011, so I think it was uh, it was a Bombay-based website called GaySeeFamily.com. Ah, they're still very active, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful yeah. articles online. They do a lot of uh, content uh, curation. I love a lot of their articles, arts, and poem and stuff. 
तो बैक देन आई थिंक इट वॉज वेरी अर्ली स्टेज ऑफ दर वेबसाइट एंड एट दैट पॉइंट आई वॉज फील लाइक यू नो ऑन आफ्टर एल एन नॉट ऑब्वियसली फाइंडिंग एनी थिंग इन द इंडियन कॉन्टेक्ट एंड वन आई फाउंड दीज गर्ल आई रियली रियली हैप्पी so i found details about one meeting that was happening in chennai i was like oh shit there's something happening in chennai i have to go i have to but then that was like very intimidating cuz and then mm. in my head i was like okay i'll go but then i'll have there'll probably be like about 40 50 people i'll just quietly sit in one corner observe everything and then come back and i'll think about if i want to go back Mm-hmm. but then uh, when i went there were barely 20 people and then i was like and at that point uh, there was only one other uh, i think two or three other women couple of them were trans women i was there mm-hmm. and there was one more uh, cis woman and the other cis woman said she's a volunteer and she did not say what she identified as So, do you think this is? I mean, sorry to cut you. No, no, no. Here, but do you think this is a general problem even now, or a general issue where the visibility for queer women is still lesser than what it is for a what is what it is for queer men in terms of support groups, events, and all? Um, or do you think the situation has gotten better with time? It obviously has gotten better, and I think it also depends on. the cities because i think calcutta as a city sees a lot more queer cis women than i don't know about gay men but there is a huge population and a good amount of visibility when it comes to queer uh, cis women in the sense you know people who identify mm. as bisexual or lesbian but mm. and i think similarly bangalore has a good number of uh, cis women Mm-hmm. but uh chennai hyderabad it's still somewhere not out there there are probably like three or four people who are out there mm. but yeah people are of course yeah, there but everywhere. i think i know i know and then maybe with time it will get better hopefully yeah with yeah. the more we smash patriarchy the more <laughs> women might i know i know out. and and it has to happen yeah. it's just a general reflection of the society as well yeah i mean that's where i think the whole intersectionality of everything yeah. comes up right yeah. that's you make for a very nice the detail podcast some other time yeah yeah definitely wow. but then how was how was your first experience in like a support space so like taking off from last week uh, i had at the age of 23 24 i was confident about myself and i knew what i was but hmm. then uh, the lo- next logical question is how would i find people similar to me like right? hmm. is everyone around me seemed straight like seemed hmm. straight seemed in air quote yeah yeah seemed straight so hmm. uh, i started googling Hmm. So at the age of 23 i was in delhi i was doing my masters in delhi okay so i came across uh, this i don't know if it was harmless talks in particular i don't remember that word being used then or uh, but around the same context i heard that there is a meet up that happens in uh, palika bazaar every sunday okay 
So Palka Bazaar is this large second hand, uh, it's the middle of Connaught Place. I think okay. viewers who are from Delhi and have been to Delhi would know. Hmm. Uh, it, 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 it's one of Asia's or India's, maybe India's largest second hand market. Like, nice. So okay. above that there is a park. Hmm. So it's an underground market. Above that there is a park. And I heard every Sunday between evening 5 to 7 or 6 to 8, I don't hmm. recollect exactly. Uh, queer people come and meet mostly gay men that come and meet I remember reading this on a blog so I decided to go once Hmm. because I was also curious to find other people like me I'm like uh, I can't be the only one and of course I'm not the only one like Pawn told (laughs) me that there are so many people out there who enjoy this Uh, and in general I mean if there's there's so much fun out there there must be audience also I didn't think of that for some reason yeah, no. In my case, it was always. Go- I told you, right? I always yeah. had to do it plan, like widespread. So, yeah. So, uh, so I went to this space and I was looking, and then as I was walking, I think I went late. People had already started dispersing, and then I got cold feet. Why? Because I saw a lot of a uh, uh, lot of people holding hands, and I think my internalized homophobia started to kick in by then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, by then, uh, internalized homophobia, like I've seen people who are like, you know, very confident, wearing, uh, some of them cross-dressing as well, like, and uh, I got scared, and I'm like, I'm not coming here. Hmm. So, my first experience was that. Then, when I returned back to Bangalore in 2015, uh, after my MBA, uh, I googled LGBT support spaces in I didn't even Google support spaces I just said LGBT in Bangalore and then Swababa's number came up Swababa okay. and Good As You yeah. hmm. so Good As You article was there online hmm. about on Wikipedia then Swababa then I remember calling Vinay hmm. yeah and I Vinay, Vinay okay for those of you who don't know Vinay Chandran uh, runs one of Bangalore's most prominent uh, LGBT NGOs and he's been an activist and uh, as well as a counselor. Counselor, counselor yeah. Counselor with a suicide helpline as well for a uh, long time. He's been doing great work from the last 20 years. So I remember calling him up mm-hmm. because his number was given as a part of the Swabhava link. Mm-hmm. And I called him up and then he asked me like what I identify as. And he just asked me some casual questions. Hmm. And then he didn't really ask any pointed questions. He just wanted to see where I was coming from. Okay. And then he suggested Thursday, 7 to 9, Good As You happened. Hmm. And Good As You is one of India's oldest continuous running support groups. 25 for, years, no? Yeah. We celebrated 25 years hmm. last year. Yeah. And he told me that it's a support group and, you know, your confidentiality would be respected and people come. And then I remember asking him a lot of things. Oh, mm. what kind of people come? Will I be intimidated? He's like, <laughs> then after a point of time, which is trademark uh, sassiness, he was like, you know, you'll only know if you come. So yeah, he's sassy yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he said, then I remember asking him, why Thursdays? Like, why can't it mm. be on a Friday or Saturday or Sunday? I think that group gets asked this question a lot. Okay. So he just said that's how it is. It's like it's a very comfortable day for everyone. And yeah. So I remember going there and mm-hmm. uh, I, I'll share my experience later. So 
Geeti, would you like to continue? Like, yeah, yeah. Your, so, know. so at that point, I when I saw like just myself identifying as a as a lesbian, I was like, shit, am I the only one in Chennai? So mm. and then later, you know, one other person came, and then I I started being very regular to meetings. I was like this, I was like this nerdy first bench student who would volunteer for for things and give ideas and everything. So the place was also very welcoming in that sense. Mm. Uh, back mm. then, uh, Ramki Ramakrishnan, who who sort of uh, volunteers with Orinum and pretty much runs the website and the space in in Chennai. Mm. Uh, so he was there, and a couple of other people from this other NGO from Chennai called Nirangal, Shiva and Shankari. These are the few people who still are working in the space. A lot of them kind of moved out of the country or moved to other cities. So mm. and then I got a couple of friends to hang out with, and then post which I think it was just pride and pride celebrations, and got to meet a lot of people. Uh, so only the first meeting that was like. so intimidating post which oh, i think yes, i started yes, talking first, to people and then it was like very very different yeah the first the first step is always the most difficult i mean whenever you go out to meet other people right because it's a completely new journey yeah like, and you are being I, vulnerable in that space literally outing yeah you. yeah and you don't know what to expect because right all right you would have realized by then that okay i am queer and that's why you're seeking out this space right. but then What 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 seeking out other people entails? We don't know till we experience. Sure. I was extremely nervous, and then I remember I didn't step inside the group. It was inside the room in which the meet the was meeting happening. happened. Huh. Yeah, I just was standing outside, standing outside, standing outside. A couple of people started going in. They're like, "Why are you standing outside? Come in, come in, come in." Huh. <laughs> then I don't remember who it was actually, but yeah, okay. one of the. the One of the people who attended, like, kind of made me come inside, and then I started mm. like, yeah, then, yeah, nice. mm, okay. Then you yeah. see, like, so yeah. post which I think till 2013 or uh, or even yeah, 2013 working, I was sort of working. Uh, like, there was an online Facebook group, uh, which was like predominantly for uh, queer women. so we never really managed to make it offline uh back then i think we had two meetings and we had like barely four people three people uh and then we sort of didn't try and we all got busy and we didn't try and do it online i mean offline as much yeah it's not in one city it becomes difficult to yeah and that that yeah. group actually had more than 100 people and it had a lot of people who would work in the community who other identities also just so that wow. they can add uh, you know people that they know who might need the space sort of a thing so mm-hmm. and and you know post which i had moved out of the country and then i still was running the uh, online space Uh, so since i was out of the country and and that's when there was like a there was like a relatively huge influx of of women uh cis women in that particular group so i kind of ah. got them all onto a whatsapp group and then we started talking and then then there were a few offline uh, meetings not like formal meetings but then they just wanted to catch up and and, and then they used to video call and stuff so okay so i mean post 
uh, when I when I come back to India, I there were a lot more women at that point. There were about. So when, was it, when did you come back to India? This Which was year? 2017. 2017. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. So 2017, I I wanted to somewhere uh, push and make it offline because. I somehow feel having an offline meeting makes it a little more personal. At least this is my personal experience, and people, maybe younger people right now, might not feel the same. But uh, this is especially because there was a there was a point where I was going through a lot of marriage pressure, which I couldn't mm. handle by myself, and mm. I didn't have a lot of. you know uh, people from the community who really helped me with it whether it's uh, counselors talking to me and helping me with my anxiety around this and sort of somewhere giving my parents perspective also so that was this really helpful thing and i somehow put my foot down when i came back to india and i said i will make sure this happens offline and mm. since then uh, we've been that's that sort of when i started the whole uh, chennai uh, chennai queer cafe is the group uh, that i run up uh, along with a couple of friends in yeah cqc cqc and we meet up i mean now covid times we are not able to meet offline but we still manage to meet online every month or once in two weeks but yeah it's been 3 years and we've had more than 20 people at a point Wow, so CQC is like one of Chennai's. You would say uh, first offline meetup for queer uh, cis women. I, I, I mean, it's for queer, uh, queer in queer AFAB individuals. Just getting the oh, terminology queer right. So queer, yeah. assigned female at birth individuals. So we have people who are uh, trans men. Have often dropped in uh, people oh, who yeah. are on the transmasculine spectrum. Spectrum do I mean are welcome and have a couple of people who do come. So yeah. I I don't know if I can say this is the very first one uh, because I think before this there was a space, but then again people moved out of the country and uh, I don't remember the name though. I wouldn't say it's the first one, but currently active since three years. Mm. Nice, nice, nice. And they are pretty regular, no? You guys, I mean, at least before COVID, you remember, I remember yeah. that you all used to meet once a month for sure, third Saturday or every Saturday. yeah, every third Sunday. I mean, I like a week before, I would just give them all a heads up. And although I am in, uh, I I am living in Bangalore, I would, I mean, every other month at least there were times that I couldn't go. But then this is like. I think when it comes to queer spaces, my happy times are uh, the Chennai Queer Film Festival, and then this third Sunday meetup that I would do every month. It's mm. they we usually don't have an agenda. I mean, in in I mean, I've attended Good As You meetings also. Good As You does have a certain agenda and a certain uh, uh, formal space. Like it's a very semi-formal space, but then there is a certain amount of decorum. But in our meetings, it's just catching up for lunch. Okay, so that okay. makes it very informal. Yeah, and I think fun also. At least yeah. I find it very happy. That's nice. That's nice. So, 
yeah so coming to my experience of the support group today in bangalore uh my first impression was of course there was a lot of i was i was extremely intimidated and all but i liked the discussions that were happening there mm-hmm. very pertinent discussions about yeah. coming out and uh, i was in a very bad mind space then because at a point of time i think we all go through that uh, flux state in life where you suddenly realize that okay uh, accepting yourself for being queer is one thing but then after you suddenly it hits you that oh shit i'm going to be like this so what am i going to do yeah i was in that phase and i didn't know what to do till i came to this group and uh, also adding on the sideline most people do not find other people at least from what i know from my friends uh, who are mostly gay men hmm. that uh, they do not find people always through support groups or such formal spaces they True. make extensive use of apps like grinder Tinder, etc. Planet Romeo. Uh, yeah, PR. PR is considered now outdated It's for the oldies, apparently, which oh. I find is very stupid. Like, I also have a profile <laughs> on PR. So, <laughs> so, that's the thing. Like, most of them would find other people through the app, uh, apps, and then someone would tell them about support spaces and all. In my case I never used an app initially because I did not know how safe or secure it was and then I installed a grinder one and okay. the people who know grinder can be pretty intimidating for the first time so I'm like god I mean I've never used I'm at that moment I'm like I'm never using that app again hmm. so I didn't use this route to meet people I came directly to the support group yeah okay, but it also sorry go ahead uh, no uh, no continue with me like for asking no. something No I was saying it also depends on why uh, you're looking for queer spaces right I mean not necessarily everybody because because uh, yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, I agree I'll come back to this point I mean because uh, a lot of queer people I think it's a cultural thing that you know we find a life partner and that's what most of them are looking for at least when it comes to the people that I've seen mostly yeah. queer uh, queers this woman it's like mm. they would join a group or join a space just to find somebody whom they will like and fall in love and then that's it and this is that's something true. True. yeah mm. and i think i think that sort of sets the tone as to what you will look for and how you will uh, whether it's the app that you're looking for or even if it's a, a, a support space you might have a a preset notion as to why you're going so yeah and i i make sure i tell this in the meetings i mean i don't always say this but then when i'm talking to everybody generally i would say ki you know you you come you come to find your partner whatever it doesn't matter but just make sure you find friends also because the reason i mean the space where it is coming for me the need for the space is to find that support system that emotional support system right which yeah, yeah. you aren't able to find among your cousins or among your family yeah not yeah. the family's fault because their their where they coming because, from is different because the issues that we go through are very queer certain issues tend to be very tied up with our queer identity with someone straight might not be able to relate like i had okay. my closest friend who was uh, supporting me through my coming out but after a point of time i realized even she couldn't really relate with a lot of things i was saying 
and Correct. she herself told me like of course some other friends used to give gyan even then but my friend was like look i don't know how to help you in this regard because i am not here and True. at these moments you really crave for uh, other company like people who are similar to you going through these issues and that's right. when a support group like a good as you or something that you run ccc helps because you meet people who are who have been through what you have been or oh, sorry yeah. you have been through what you're going through right now or True. you will meet peers who are at the same stage like so you will get to hear a lot of experiences at least in goodaz this is what i found was uh interesting for me was people would share their experiences and right i'd be like oh wait this is exactly what i'm going through right now yeah yeah so that that level of relatability with the space is what a lot of us crave for at at points where we are really low i know i know yeah so i generally make it a point to say that you know when it comes to coming out i if anybody asks me you know how did you come out you know what are the do's and don'ts i would just say you don't have to come out one and if you are ever planning to do it when you have enough financial independence and emotional support because as much as financial independence is important i think personally for me the emotional support that you have around validating your your path or your experiences or your feelings is also important because it takes yeah, a huge acknowledging and sharing your fears as well exactly because it takes a huge hit on your self esteem if you don't have that kind of support in in life in general yes yes and yeah so it, i mean like dp said all her points are valid and you know basically you feel a kind of kinmanship with yeah. uh, other people yeah like so these are my people that kind of connection yeah. yeah 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 sometimes it might not be there for people other people are, I mean, of course it's a bit dicey the subject but what i would say in general you would find a sense of belongingness or kinship with the people that you right. meet here and 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 also later this this the support group also help uh, help you network better and you make yeah. other friends when i started doing that in 2016 2017 once i was regular to the group Hmm. I made a couple of friends, and then one friend became two friends, became three friends, became four hmm. friends, and then I had a couple of friends. Right. And it's like you build your own now close niche circle of friends. Of course, you have the group, and then you have. Of course, you have the support group, and then right. you have your own set of friends. And yeah. I don't know. It it really really helped me like this process finding definitely. Some, yeah, yeah. But then I think. I, with yeah. with people now like people who are for example 20 25 or in their teens it's very different from i wouldn't say very but fairly different from what our our journeys have been right i mean the access to internet has made a a huge impact in that sense yeah are you saying you are old I have accepted that fact that I'm old and wise right at the yeah, beginning of the call when you said you I have lot more experience. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, but it's true what Deepthi says is true. I totally agree. Uh times have changed and you know technology changes every 2-3 years and right yeah. now 
I think uh, at the place I was when I was 17, 18, uh, it's very different from what someone who's 17, 18 today would be like. I mean, we have a lot more, lot more access to internet. Again, whether it's good or bad, it depends on how it's used. But True. if it's used like for, you know, benefit of, I mean, if it's used for some good reasons, it's actually like, I think it's made life a lot more easier. Because, I mean, now if you just open and if you just search for LGBT resources in India, you get so many websites. I mean, yeah. Orinam has a, I think, we uh, see like, they mentioned Orinam has an online depository of articles in local languages as well. Yeah, they have uh, they have English and Tamil, and there is a lot of literature. I mean, you would know there's a lot of literature in Kannada, a lot of literature in Hindi, Marathi. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And I think it'll only get better with time. Uh, yeah, visibility is only going to increase, and uh, access and support is going to just. I think I I mean I see a quite happy future in in terms of this, like in terms yeah. of at least finding. Finding people, etc. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. see. Also, I think uh, what you were saying, ki, you know, our journeys will be different for people who are coming from our spaces. But I think some of we also have to be mindful that people who are in smaller cities with with uh, with not so much access to internet. I mean, internet access, I think, is still available for anybody and everybody. But then language always becomes a barrier. Education language. always becomes a barrier. language education and, and and even the setting you are in i think because you're in a small town you're not going to find a support group or something just like that ah uh, forget forget support group you probably wouldn't be able to i mean maybe your cell phones are also monitored by your parents right because i yeah. i've had people who are like 19 and 20 and from really small towns and not stepped out of their house not stepped out of their towns stuck in situations I mean, they probably don't even have any access that we've had 15 years back. That's true. That's true. And and, uh, and it's a complete different ballgame altogether yeah. if you're in a rural mm-hmm. town. And we acknowledge that that we both yeah. especially have that privilege because we, we were in cities. Yeah. I think so apart, from, apart from the Gudazi support group, hmm. uh, there are also obviously, like uh, you mentioned about the film festival, so Well, like I said, BQFS, which happens every year, Bangalore Queer Film Festival, hmm. uh, is also a nice place to socialize and meet people. Uh, so I've seen people who have entered the community through attending BQFS because BQFS yeah. is a fairly publicized event. Yeah, and, and then we also have events throughout the Pride Month. Like I think Bangalore has it all throughout November, starting somewhere. Yeah, there are some really interesting stuff. Like I have seen people who have come for the first time to pride events and then right. entering the community like that. Yeah. So as yeah. you said, the choices are more like compared to ten years ago. Or, yeah, True. and and the net effect is the same even now though. But yeah, the sense of what you know the one the sense of community or and relatability. Maybe, yeah, that is important. Yeah. And I think with with uh, groups like uh, queer campus, I just yes. that I think has been an amazing initiative to run that across different universities, 
whether yeah. it's iits or smaller colleges like christ college in bangalore i just hope that kind of starts chapters in different cities and that kind of does help get into smaller cities and smaller villages to get the word out because i think during that age is when you need it more than more than when you're like 30 plus i mean 30 plus you also need but then those are the crucial years right your teenage years or when you're like 20 even that's where you start of realize you start of do realize that you're alone in this that's when you definitely need the support yeah speaking of queer campus i think uh, as you were saying it's tailored more towards uh, adolescents and uh, people in colleges or you know teens and preteens right or young adults young adults and i yeah. think such kind of spaces are also important because uh, there needs to be a distinction between spaces for young adults and teens and uh, adults because some of the discussions might not necessarily be appropriate in other spaces correct i mean discussions of one space might not be appropriate in the other and correct uh larger groups or sorry older groups i mean groups oriented towards a more general population will have people of all age groups whereas i feel uh kids or adolescents Teen. would initially will would feel nice if or, i mean it would make this whole process of socialization in the community easier if they met people of their own age group first and absolutely yeah and then they can progress to the other group yeah 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 then uh, so that kind of was our i think i spoke too much but then yeah because i'm being no, uh, person with yeah. lot more experience <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Adit is so cool. Wow, she has okay. started her okay. own group. In my okay. case, I just attended group. Yeah. Concluding points, please. So, concluding points. I think I, at the risk of repeating myself again, it's important to find support, whether yeah. you find it through a group, through an app, or uh, uh, or through other sources like. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you attend a pride event, or maybe you attend BQS, and you meet yeah. a couple of other people. Or yeah, and it's it's important to feel that oneness. And see, I would call this, I would use this word, though it sounds a bit odd. Like integrating yourself with the community has to be done in steps. It can't happen all at once. Yeah. So you have to take those baby steps, and uh, once you do it, and once I mean. also for people who are just starting out i don't think you need to overthink too much because for me it happened very naturally like of course i had to take a huge effort to attend my first meeting right. in a board group but from there things progressed naturally i found a couple of friends and then we went to bqs and then we went to pride and then we went hmm. to these three pride events then we went to book reading so then we went to film festival yeah yeah we went to bombay film festival <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, this year I met there. I sorry. I think no no, we had met earlier also. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So we started becoming friends after that. So, yeah. Yeah, so you tend to uh it it happens naturally. So the first step is important, then other after that, yeah. But also one more important thing I feel is not all spaces are meant to be are I mean 
uh, one need not find when no, uh, one need not find all spaces relatable for example speaking of intersectionality and cross cutting differences uh, it's often observed that maybe uh, one person might not be comfortable in the same space as another person due to their political leanings Yeah. or due to yeah. their uh, yeah due to their gender or sexuality and uh, i think that one needs to be a bit cognizant about and understand that that you know those their opinions a person whose opinions are different should also be respected and yeah and i don't yeah. i i think there are lot more spaces than what they were 10 years back for yeah, anybody yeah. with There's any kind of mind for everything at least for yeah. women i can there's a facebook group <laughs> for exhibitionism there's a facebook group for uh, all private uh, photography yeah for photography there's a facebook group for uh, playing online games you won't believe there's so many resources i know i was on that food group it was so much fun yeah you're still on the food group i think i am i okay <laughs> okay i'm not yeah. that active i think but then yeah, my yeah. concluding point again would be i think it i i, I would probably go ahead and say it's not just for queer people i think this kind of space uh women heterosexual women lack this kind of space so we didn't touch up on this at all and ah uh-huh, because we are only focusing on the queer stuff but this is just one yes. thing that i would want to say ki a lot of heterosexual married women like some people in my friend circle they do lack this kind of emotional support system so there are people trying to figure it out on facebook and other right. places which is a good thing but then yeah yeah as much as one I is think looking that is also because they have their own institutions that no family or marriage and they kind But of get bound by them bound by it yes if they are getting the kind of emotional support in their family institution good for them yes. but yeah. not everybody does have access more often than not they don't and exactly because the same people can't be providing you access or support all the time like right. your own family you can't turn to them always and it's not about turning to them always there is a certain kind of obligation or yeah uh, yeah i get what you're saying a, a kind of relationship which is bound to a certain things i mean i not talking about personal experience i might completely be wrong but in general that's what i notice and i i think you can get that friendship and freedom without those bonds i feel mm, mm, that is so crazy in fact i just uh, i'll end with a small anecdote from my friend mm. uh when she uh, my my best friend has been with me throughout my entire coming out process and mm-hmm. finding other people at one point she just made this comment you know in the last two years you have made so many friends mm-hmm. so many queer friends attending so many years i am actually jealous of you because for <laughs> for me a straight uh, a, as a straight person i wouldn't have so many avenues to explore mm-hmm. friendships because once you start working you get slotted in True. your own you have your workplace colleagues and then you have your college friends and that's it like Yeah, I think I was privileged that. Hmm. And it's not always easy to make friends as an adult. It, it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I don't know it it you know it it it, it, it has its own challenges. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 